All right, Dave, tell everybody who we have today. I am really excited about this one. One of my favorite shows of all time, especially a series, is Friday Night Lights. Oh, me too. You know, and I watched it. I binged watched it. I probably in three weeks. I, know. I was so into I know. it. It was so great. Yeah. And we've got one of the stars of Friday Night Lights. She played Grandma Saracen. Right. Uh, Luann Stevens is going to join us in just a bit. Yeah, because it's time for Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Dave, uh, this is going to be a fun interview. I can tell already we're talking to her off the air here. Luann Stevens is, is well known for her role in the incredibly popular series Friday Night Lights, which we've both mm-hmm. binged the entire series. We'll get into that in a bit. And there's several other big roles that we want to talk to you about. But first, welcome to the show. Luann. Thank you so much. This sounds like it's going to it's going to be fun. I uh, get to talk. So that's good. I think so. I you know, <laughs> I think one of the most interesting things about your story uh, is that uh, you haven't been a lifelong actress. You acted in your youth and then you got married, and you raised kids and then you returned to acting later. How how old were your kids when you dipped your toe back into the acting waters? Yeah, that's that's really true because you know half the kids you run into today are majoring in theater, musical comedy. I didn't know anybody majoring in anything like that. That was way weird, you know. Yeah. Uh, I never dreamed of being a professional actor. I just did it for fun, you know, in junior high and high school and college. Um, and uh, when Michael was in medical school in New Orleans, I did a show down in the French Quarter. Uh, when we moved to different towns for his training, I would do a theater piece. Uh, but again, didn't didn't think much about it. So when my youngest of the three kids was in uh, kindergarten, I believe, I went to my uh, internist. I still remember that day, and he said, I'm taking an acting class. Mm-hmm. I said, what? He said, yeah, I'm taking an acting class. And when I left, I thought, well, how weird can it be if your doctor is? <laughs> yeah, silly. right. He's not you know? acting like a doctor, right? He <laughs> no, actually he, had a degree, right? Well, I, I certainly hope this was not part of his, you know. <laughs> um, so, um, so I did. I signed up for, and I'm usually not, I'm usually pretty intrepid. I, I mean, but I signed up for the class and I didn't go to the first class, which is unlike me. And the, the teacher called and asked about it. And I said, yeah, I'll be at the next one. And I thought, what's the worst thing they can do? You know, yeah. I mean, they say you're horrible. And and I mean, just in a couple of weeks, he said that I could be working in Dallas. I said, you mean as a waitress? And I said, no, I'm <laughs> acting. So it just kind of progressed like that. It was I think that's why when people ask me about their kids, should their kids have an agent when they're little or go into acting, I just say if it's in them and it's meant to be, then it will come out. Right. And that's kind of what happened to me. So my youngest was in kindergarten and my boys are six and eight years older than than she. So, um, yeah, I was 43. I mean, I'm telling my age, but you can look that up on IMDb. Do the math. Everyone do the math. (laughs) Hey, but you know what? Guess what? SAG has finally gotten where we can tell IMDb not to put our age on there. Oh. First time. That's a good idea. 
just got a message from SAG. Well, see, they tell you the acting classes and your agents say don't say how old you are because people get a prejudice about it. Uh, but it was always there on the Internet. Yeah. But now we don't have to put it up there. I haven't figured out how to take it down, so I don't know if I'll bother. Well, we're we're about the same age as you, so mm-hmm. we we uh, we also don't like putting our age out there, but uh, we understand. Let's put it that way. We understand. <laughs> so you're a native Texan. Uh, you grew up there and you raised your family there. Uh, are you are you there now? Are you still living in Texas? Texas now? We are. Uh, we. Uh, my husband ended up practicing in Dallas, uh, kidney disease, nephrology. So I think we're in our fourth house, but we've just moved around here in Dallas. And uh, I've, I know L.A. would be good in a way, but it's not somewhere I want to live. And now the way it is, you can live anywhere. Yeah. It's good and bad. I don't know if people talk to you about that, but... You know, there aren't any live auditions anymore. Right. That's all right. Yeah. You record them and send them in, right, basically? Yeah. yeah. And and there's good and bad. They try to tell you to think of the good. The good is uh, you can audition for more things. You tape it, and then you can look at it and revise it. But the bad is I always counted on personal contact yeah. with the director. Right. And input from them. Bring it up. Bring it down. Less accent. And now there's nothing like that, uh, unless you get to have a Zoom audition, and that's right. great. That's that's the best of both worlds. But I've only had a couple of those. Usually, I just have to tape it, send it in, and I think they. I just went to an acting kind of Zoom workshop thing, and they said they used to have like ten or twelve people per role, and now there's a couple hundred. Yeah, right. That's yeah. That's the other downside. Uh, but you know, I understand what you're saying because they. You could not only can you get direction from the director, but you can see the reaction, yeah, the laugh or the no yeah, laugh. You, you or know whatever. that if you're yeah. if you're nailing the part or not, you can kind of feel that. And when you're just in a room by yourself, you just never know. You're right. It's yeah. It's a lot more than just them giving you direction. It's just that whole. You know, if you've got a little charisma, you kind of got it. That comes across in a in a group. Yeah. And the thing about actors, whether you're playing a mean person or a good person, you have to be charming. Right. You have to, people have to want to look at you. And um, yeah, the, I, I just know I don't know any actor that prefers the new way, but it is here to stay. It's cheaper for all of them. They can get us to audition as many people as they want. It costs them nothing. Right costs us something i pay a guy because i'm not good at self-taping um so they're never going to to go back to the other way the best one i had was with bj novak for this last movie vengeance right and we're going to talk Um, about that because well that was a really fun audition because i did the regular tape thing and then he wanted a zoom callback so that was really fun and i could ask him what he thought and he could ask me questions and and then he even called me on the phone he's so cool i love him so much and said what do you think about doing this i said well would it be fun i'm old i, I want it to be fun he said, it's going to be it's going to be the most fun you've ever had and i said well do i have to say the lines like they're written or can i improvise he said well say them first the way i write them and then you can do your thing i said okay good deal and it ended up being the most fun shoot i've ever been 
Well, I mean, that was a star-studded cast. You you had uh, yeah, wasn't Ashton Kutcher in that too? And uh, he was. And he was. who else? Uh, uh, the yep. woman from uh, Succession, Gene yeah, Smith, yeah. Cameron was in there, and yes. uh, Issa Rae from Insecure was in that. That was a that was a heck of a thing. It, while we're t- while we're on the subject, why don't you give us the pitch on why that movie should be added to the list? Because Dave and I have not had a chance to check that one out yet. You know, it's really good. The first time I saw it was on my iPad. It wasn't quite finished. And I was watching it with my daughter, and I said, I don't know about that, you know. Then I went to the premiere, Tribeca. I saw it again. I went, well, okay, well, now that's that's a really good film. And then I heard the Q&A, because it's different. If you go into it knowing it's kind of a black comedy, kind of a fable, um, that'll give you a head start. Okay. Because and And he's very, like the... One review I read, they just didn't get it. It said it was making fun of Texans. It was too broad. It's making fun of Texans, and it was mean or whatever. But the people that get it, it's it's making fun of everybody, but more the East Coast elites than than the Texans. Um, I don't know. It's got so much in it that I didn't really get it until I watched it streaming at my house with captions. Okay. Wow. Because I, I had read the script, of course. But it's so it's so smart, and the repartee is so fast. And of course, everyone mumbles now. Right, uh, <laughs> it's true. Have you noticed that? I have noticed that. <laughs> now, so, you, you were talking about yeah, this uh, being a Texan movie, and obviously, um, Friday Night Lights was okay. a, a show about Texas. And as a as a Yankee, I, I have to say, I didn't really appreciate how important football was to the life down there. It's not just part of life. It is life in, in especially in the smaller towns. Is that, was that a, your experience when you came into that? Did you kind of know that already? Or is that uh, something that uh, you learned along with the rest of us? No, absolutely. Growing up in Texas, where, where do you, where are you guys We're from? We're from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. I love, our hobby is pollution and gunshots. <laughs> hey, we've got the gun fire down here. We're working on the pollution. So, um, no. You, everybody knows most that. And it's it's not just in Texas, although Texas has. Have you all watched the, um, the, the series about six-man football? No. Called... Um, well, look it up. I can't think. It's so good. And it's a documentary type. Okay. And so Texas has the most six-man football teams, although they're scattered around the United States. So, yeah, football is it's just part of the DNA. And on the little town, like my mother and daddy were from um, near Vernon, Texas. And it's, it's just the same, all the little towns. Everybody knows those high school football players' yeah. names. Yeah. And it's, it's the event. I know one of my friends uh, from another part of the country said, well, it was so unrealistic the way they prayed before the game. And I said, you've never been to right. a Texas mm-hmm. football game on Friday night, have you? Um, so that was not exaggerated. And I also tried to tell people that football is just a character in that show. It's not uh, – people were turned off because it was about football if they didn't like football. But that's just part of it. 
and and Connie and Kyle. Oh, oh my gosh, they're so great. Oh yeah, they were. Um, they were just great. And I don't know if it's true, but I heard that when they were approached about the roles, they both said yes, but they wanted to be monogamous. And so that's the way it went. Even though there were maybe some flirting or something, there were no affairs. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they both won Emmy Awards for that, right. uh, for their roles in that. And that, you know, we've talked about how much we love it. Dave is a big fan of Matt Saracen, especially. Oh, I love yeah. Matt. You know, he's the per- oh. he's the perfect grandson. What a good boy. Uh, he's a good boy. What he's, a good boy he's the, he is. He's star quarterback. Yeah. He's humble. Oh, my gosh. He, and taking care of his granny. Oh, oh and, you, yeah, and you had some issues, but, you you know, you did the, he was so, so nice. How was the actor? I mean, he's um, Zach. Um, Zach. Guilford. My God, he's. He seems like the most perfect human being around. I mean, he was just adorable. His parents were there on the set one day, and I was talking to his mom, and she said, "Well, he treats his real grandparents the exact same way." Oh, wow! And the thing about Zach, he he's very very smart. He was reading, you know, I was an English teacher and got a master's in American literature and all that, and I think I'm reading cool books. Zach's reading the same books. He, uh, very smart, quiet. We did have one really funny thing that happened. And, and whenever he would say a bad word, oh, I'm sorry, Luann. <laughs> uh, you know, he was just very shy and uh, wonderful working with him and Jesse Plemons. I mean, it was great. Because I didn't have scenes with everybody, right. you know. Um, but I, I guess I'll tell this again. It's a little embarrassing, but... There's a scene that the grandmother falls out of the car. Yes. Uh, they pulled up into the driveway, and I was so inexperienced. I had a bad knee at the time. It's since been replaced. But I was so inexperienced, I turned to Kim Dickens, and I said, man, I, you know, I really hate doing this because I may, you know, hurt my knee worse, but, I, I mean, I've got to do it. I, I really like this job. And she said, Luann, they'll have a stunt person do that. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Sure, I do that. Hey. So, <clears throat> so we pull the, the car pulls up, and I open the door, and then I get out and wait, and the stunt person does the fall, and then the camera comes back to me. I'm on the ground. Is that me making a noise or you? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. So I'm on the ground with the fake blood and everything, and Zach... Uh, the grandson runs out of the house and puts his arm around his grandmother. Oh, how are you? And he accidentally put his hand on my left breast. <laughs> well, that would have just been funny with anybody else, but with him, it was ultra funny because so when the scene was cut, he was, his face was a little red and we stood up and I should have let it go, but it was just too good. Yeah. And so I said, Zach, I was very surprised by that feeling uh, up that you did on the take. He could have died. His face was, and I did apologize because I knew it would embarrass him. Uh, but, you know, funny stuff like that happens. And, you know, you go on with the scene, but I couldn't let it go. But well, that's the door. great. Um, well, and then I think, I think that just really 
belies how nice of a kid this is. Yeah. You know, how, how, yeah. Hor- you know, how horrible he felt about it. I love that. Oh, my gosh. It was even talking about it. I, I know it was mean. Oh, I, that's that's a great story, though. Oh, you mentioned Jesse, too. Uh, oh, God. Who he's... last year got an Oscar nomination, right? Oh, I mean, he's gone my... on. He was on Breaking Bad. I mean, you, this was quite a cast that you had put together there, didn't you? When you look at what they've all done and how far they've gone, it's truly amazing. And Jesse and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, Michael B. Jordan was like the most handsome man in the world or something yeah. for a while. Was he the yeah. people's sexiest uh, person alive or something? Oh, maybe like, that's what it was. Yeah. Sexiest person alive, yeah. Because Rick is the right. the hottest guy in the world yeah. or whatever. Right, because, you know, I'm, I'm the, on a horse is, right now. Is he the hot, hottest one on <laughs> FaceTime audio? Yes, I am. On FaceTime audio. <laughs> yeah. how, does he, how does he look on that horse? I've always heard George Washington looked the best on a horse of anybody. Well, I'm not usually, I'm not wearing the, the full uniform. Right. He, um, uh, yeah, he's not wearing a, a shirt right now, I'm actually. More of a rugged Davy Crockett look <laughs> right now, right. but, uh, you know. And it's, I'm and thinking it's, of you in just like chaps and a vest. So. Yeah, pretty much that's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's okay. minus 10 degrees in Chicago right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> so so there, there are some things that are yeah. more prominent than others right, right now. Just and it's stay chest. away right. from my left breast because it's <laughs> right. uh, yeah. No, yes, absolutely. Now let me. I know it's, we're supposed to talk about me, but I'm. Yeah, really no, curious. that's fine. Yeah. How did you start a show like this? What made you say, "Let's be the minutia men"? Well, we, I was in radio for many years. I was uh, part of a couple of big shows here in Chicago. And Dave and I did a show together when we were in college mm-hmm. many, many years ago, 40 plus well, years yeah, they're ago. They're still talking about it. The kids, the kids back are. in college are still talking about it. And, and we're best friends and we've we've stayed best friends for years. And, and we just thought it'd be fun to do it again. And we've been doing it now for about seven years. And it's just a blast. We just have a great time. Right. And we own a publishing company, too. So we have our authors on and... Uh, and it gets us out of the house. It's like you and acting with yeah. the kids when you wanted to get yes. out of the house. We're get, we're getting out of the house with our kids. Exactly. So do you have a a, a studio that? Yeah, well, we do it out of my house. I have we have a whole studio set up here in my house. Yeah, it's not unlike your auditions. Yeah, you know now that everything is yeah. done via. Yeah. You know, the basically your computer is a radio station or a television station right, right now. Right. And uh, I'm taking my earrings off. They're hurting. Oh. OK, that's fine. Now it's face to, it's FaceTime audio. Yeah, you you know, we don't have to you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, so when you started this, did you get a lot of listeners right away? I don't think so. You know, I don't know how it happened, but uh, we woke up one day and we were in the top 1% in the world. Yeah. And we still don't know how that happened. Yeah, I, th- I think totally that's indicative of the relative intelligence of the world, maybe. But, you know, we're number one in top 1%. Uh, no, we, like uh, Rick said, we... Um, enjoy doing and we love talking to people like you it yeah gives us, uh, yeah it's a, we just have a natural curiosity uh so it, it's fun for us to to meet someone like you and you do like authors sporting mm-hmm. yeah. sports people anybody that's just you want to talk to yeah, yeah usually people from the arts uh yeah. is what we're interested in you know, you know so. we've talked to everybody from mark cuban to tommy chong <laughs> right exactly uh, we talked to the bully from the christmas story yeah. uh <laughs> cousin oliver from the brady bunch yeah, uh, we talked pretty... to sports people and yeah. uh yeah. i bet mark cuban was fun oh he, he was. was he was he was uh yeah. from dallas right he's a neighbor yeah. of yours yeah 
I like him. Uh, when he first came here and bought the team, nobody knew what, what to think. He was a young, almost a young kid. I mean, he wasn't a kid, but he was young. And, um, man, he has just done such a great job. I'm a big sports fan. Now, basketball is my fourth sport, but hockey is my number one. Now, that's what I'd like to talk about later. And wow. you're from Chicago. Yeah, we've got yeah. three Stanley yeah. Cups here. Well, um, do you know Bobby Hull? Have you, uh, back in the day on the 70s, Bobby Hull. Yeah. Perhaps the greatest. Well, Perhaps. it's argue. Ar- yeah, he died today. He died this morning. Bobby, Holmes. he did. Yeah, yep. Yep. just turned oh. it on the way in this morning. That's so, uh, that's about oh. it. So Brett Hull's really sad today. We had him here for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brett Hull's uh, dead. Yep, yep, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Just, oh me. Well, um, I'm sorry to hear that. The Blackhawks. It's not their year, is it? No. I don't think it's our decade, <laughs> no. to be honest with you. We, we had a good run uh, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, but not so good right now. Oh, uh, you had more than a good run. Yeah. I mean, there was like, I don't know how long you were in the playoffs, but you were like the top team that yeah. that I needed to play for five or six years. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Three Stanley Cups. Three Stanley Cups. Gosh, yeah. man. Uh, Adam Sandler once was interviewed. He's a, like a huge hockey fan too, and um, he was just talking about the Stanley Cup. And he said, "Just if you ever win it, just enjoy it because you probably never ever get back there again as long as you live." Yeah. Now you got three. Right, Patrick Kane and uh, yeah, we were Jonathan Tate. Oh, yeah, there was probably seven or eight players that had won three Stanley Cups. Right. Mm. Now, some somebody left. The Blackhawks, one of the big guys who left, Patrick Kane. No, he's still. No, there. he hasn't left yet, but uh, it, it'll be happening soon. <laughs> we, well, well, who left? Who's the captain? Uh, Jonathan Taze. Right. Yeah, he left for a couple of years. He had like some medical issues, but he is back now. Okay. So, but uh, yeah. So well, you, you know. think? Okay. No, I'll, I'll I was not expecting a, a hockey conversation. This is fun. Uh, so, are you are you a uh, baseball fan? Are you uh, like a te- uh, uh, how does baseball run? Well, how do, let me ask you how does football? Yeah. Well, now you said basketball is your fourth, so and hockey is well, your first. Football. Football was always first because okay. I grew up in Texas, and that right. was the only one. Now, when I was a cheerleader in college, I didn't know about football. I didn't know which way we were going, or but but I really have learned. And we had the great time with Roger Staubach and then mm. Troy. And then, sure. you know, so we've had a lot of good football, but not lately. Well, it's a little bit better now. Well, you made yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Something well, we, that we don't do here in Chicago. <laughs> but, but one time about, well, I started in 96. We were at a, a Cowboys road show. You know how they'll have a radio show and you mm-hmm. go and blah, blah. And they were giving free tickets away to the hockey. And I'd never been to hockey. I thought it was just a... I don't know, a low-class, blue-collar sport for somewhere over there, like where you live. Yeah. Um, they gave the tickets, and two couples went. And the first thing, I thought, there's only three quarters. Now, how does that work? You know, that's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and we left after the second quarter. And, um, and then for some reason, I guess I was needing something. My last child was graduating from high school, and I wanted something that wasn't too hard but exciting. Because if you do a play, that's exciting, but it's really hard. Well, and when I started, we won the Stanley Cup in three years. So you're hooked. Yeah. And so I go by myself. My husband can't stand hockey. And I'm trying to go to all the barns before I die. I've been to 16. Wow. You're really myself. into it. 
No, no, I'm I'm talking. I'm into it. Yeah, I have a season ticket, just me, and um, I never miss a. I don't go to all the games now. Sometimes I watch on TV, but I, I never miss. And um, yeah, it's really fun. I've I've been to now. I'm counting the New Jersey, even though they now play a different place. Okay, yeah. And and the same with Long Island. They play a different place, but I'm counting the first one. So I've got quite a few more to go to. Have you been to Chicago? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been there a couple of times. United Center. I've, I was there not long ago with my granddaughter. I mean, just a couple of years ago, we went up there for a little trip and watched the stars and the, well, and the black box. And I love being there and the Star Spangled Banner. And yeah, that's an experience. I can't. I'm so sad about you know the part of Chicago that's so bad because the rest of it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, and it is just one part of town, really. And yeah. I think every city has, you know, areas that are not bad. Ours, our not bad section is really not bad. I mean, it's really yeah. bad. <laughs> but the oh, rest yeah. of the town is, a, it's a beautiful city. We always say oh. we love, we love being here in Chicago. Well, the next time you're here, I, a, a, a couple of minutiae men will give you pizza. We'll get. We'll take you out well, to deep dish pizza. Huh? We should take her to a Blackhawks game. Well, again. I was going to yeah, say we'll right. get. Well, well, well here. I'll, see, I'll see when the stars are playing. Um, it was funny. I was thinking about Chicago this morning. I didn't know you lived there because whenever I want a good coat, I was thinking this is the time to go to Chicago because February, you go in those stores in Dallas, you can hardly find a heavy coat. I found the most gorgeous coats up there. Oh. And it's about time to do another shopping spree. So I'll let you know if I go. All right. Well, you yeah, talk to Mark to. Cuban when the, when, <laughs> when the stars are time. Get him to, you know, because we don't really want to pay for your tickets. So right. if, if, yeah. if Cuban could get us a couple of, you know, maybe he'll be, or, I don't know. Maybe he'll know who can I, get I, us tickets. We can work it out. We All can right. work it out. All right. We can work it out. All yes. Right. So let's talk about Longmire a little bit. All right. Talk about Longmire. So you played Ruby. Uh, I did. Not many actors get the chance to star in a long-running series, yet you're starring in two, right? Uh, talk about Longmire and you know what the show meant to you, and just um, for our listeners who may not be from. I would love to. And first, I want to say, yeah, how? Because like right now, I'm not really feeling like an actor because I'm not working. Because you know, with acting, like that movie that just came out, I did it a year ago. Right. Or two years. And another movie just dropped on Shutter, and I love my little part in it. I'm a 200 year old Romanian gypsy. Speaking oh, wow, of that sounds fun. Yeah, it was really fun. It's on. Uh, it's only streaming on Shutter, and it's gotten some really good reviews from the horror people. One guy gave it four stabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you are talking Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's off my bucket list. Now I need to do a Western. But anyway, um, I've been really lucky that the two shows that I got, I love the shows. I'm proud of the shows. Um, I feel honored to be a part of those casts. And with Longmire, I got a lot closer to the people. We're, we're still close. With Friday Night Lights, that was my first series I drove from Dallas. I stayed in Austin and shot. But all those kids were so much younger. I right. mean, they would say, you want to go on 6th Street? Uh, no, I'll just go back to the hotel. And, you know, it just wasn't. Uh, it was really funny, like at lunch. And, you know, in acting, when you're shooting, lunch is always the second meal. Right. It doesn't matter what time it is. and um, Or it's always a meal in the middle of your shooting. 
So I would go in in my granny glasses and my house shoes and my outing gown, and they're all in there in their cheerleader costumes and their football uniforms, all these young, sexy kids, you know. But in Longmire, the cast was much smaller, and I was in Santa Fe a lot more. Um, And like Lou Diamond Phillips would always have dinners and invite everybody to his house. I could only go a couple times, but they were just so friendly. And it starts with Rob. Rob Taylor is the most unassuming, down-to-earth person that could be a star. He just, you know, and that trickles down to everybody. And uh, all of the guest stars who came mentioned how friendly we were. And I just talked to, well, I won't say who, somebody in that cast to doing another show and or, or as a day player and saying, you know, they don't even say hi to you. Yeah. So yeah. it was just a really, really good cast. And you know what's, what made it so special was we started having Longmire days. Do you know about that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting in... 13 or 14. So so the guy that writes it, Craig Johnson, lives on a ranch outside of Buffalo, Wyoming, in a town called U-Cross, with about 30 people. So he based Longmire on this town of Buffalo, Wyoming. It's called Durant in his books. And a lot of the characters are based on these local people he knows in Buffalo, Wyoming. So every year, Longmire days, Buffalo becomes Durant. Mm. About 10,000 fans come. I mean, from Canada, England, and the cast goes back for like a four-day thing where it's interaction with the cast solidly for those four days. So even though it's a lot of work, it has made the cast really close, and the feeling with the fans is different than I can imagine... It's really like a family reunion when you get there. That's and great. people would say, well, aren't they all weird? No, these people are just like regular people. And um, so Longmire Days has made a difference. And playing Ruby was really was really fun, but it was hard. It was much harder than playing Grandma Saracen. Guess why? I'm hmm. going to see what you think. Boy, I don't know. I don't know. Because I would think Grandma Saracen was really hard to play. Because you were pretty young when you were Grandma Saracen. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's a natural part for me because being from Texas, I just a composite of all the strong, feisty Texas women mm-hmm. that I know. But with Ruby, there's no arc. Think about it. She doesn't have a story arc. Yeah. She has no relationships other than mainly with Rob, but, you know, the people in the office. There's no accent. There's no, there's nothing to hang your hat on. Oh. So that's why it was harder. And what I decided when I started was all I can do is just be as real as I can be. And because I didn't have a story line to develop. Oh, that's and, interesting. Now, I would you, think that that would make it easier, but now that you now that you say it, you describe it that way, that makes a lot of sense. Now, did, could you have invented a backstory for you or did you to I did. You you do in your in your mind you do, but it was funny. They <laughs> tell you to do that, have the backstory and all that. So sometimes I would be saying my lines using my backstory 
and maybe milking them a bit or maybe and the director's like just say the line (laughs) honey (laughs) say your lines and go to that lunch buffet and we'll call it a day sweetie well and a a lot of my lines were walt george is on mine too uh, oh i love it it. well you did it great Yeah. yeah Well, is it, you know, while we have you, is there, uh, for people that are fans of you, is, is there a, a best way to follow you, a way they can keep track yeah, of you? social media feeds, whatever. I very active Instagram mm-hmm. account. Uh, Twitter, I've a uh, little bit fallen off of, but my Instagram is Luann underscore Stevens. And I keep, I only use it for acting and fun stuff. I don't give any kind of opinions or... Yeah. It's all an up. No, up I think thing. I think you should start doing political opinions because that always works out great, Luann, for everybody who you does it. You can just convince anybody of whatever you believe just by saying it a little louder. Right. All caps. If you just do it in all caps, everything will be fine. Honestly, honestly, social media is great, but it has caused so many problems. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 But, well, I'm definitely uh, – I'm going to tell Brandon to give me your phone number. So if I come to Chicago, I'm going to get that. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we, this has just been an absolute wonderful. Uh, and so Friday night lights is to give you a little, so we have our kids now, my daughter is 20 and my twins are 17. So there was, you know, in the, basically the early two thousands to, whatever 2014 all i watched was disney movies you know and i missed all this great content and friday night lights was like one of the first things that i i mean i watched it well after me too i I didn't watch it while Um, it was live on the air this whole pandemic really paid off (laughs) yeah Uh, you got caught up yeah (laughs) and it it was just great and i'm like god this is a party that i almost missed and it was just wonderful i mean i really loved it just absolutely it, love it. it. It is. It's a high class show. It is. I'm very, very proud of it. The Despite that, the breast grabbing and yeah. the, oh, yes. the shenanigans <laughs> going on behind the scenes. Yeah, please tell me that's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> Despite Zach being, you know, so difficult. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. Diva. Um, he was yeah. a diva. <laughs> I, I want to say one more thing about Jeez. Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Uh, we were at one of the first scenes and we had shot a while and, and Kyle came over to me and really bragged on me, which was, I was so shocked. And like I said, it's my first series. And later in the show, we're doing a scene. He said, you know, you'll never have a, uh, a job like this again. I said, what do you mean? He said, you'll never have a job where you can do what you want to do. Cause they had three cameras going all the time. You didn't, you know how you have to match in acting? Do you know how that works? Yeah. In other words, you pick up a glass with your left hand when you say a word, you need to always do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But so that takes like 30% of my brain or maybe more to try to remember what I did. Right. But with them, you could do it different every time. You didn't have to match. I could say, Matthew, where's my orange juice? Or I could say, I told you I wanted that orange juice now. And you could do anything you wanted. And pretty soon they were writing the way they thought you would want it. Oh, wow. It was fabulous. And you you got to create this character because the, the writer's egos were so 
you know, I don't know what the word I want, not low, but I mean, they, they were just willing. They didn't have flexible. to be the boss. Yeah, flexible. That's the word. So it was an incredible experience, and I don't, I've never shot anything else like that. So that's why it has kind of like that. It almost has like a documentary feel to it because mm-hmm. they were constantly just filming with, with uh, mm-hmm. several cameras. Mm-hmm. And we all had our own real houses. It wasn't in a studio. Oh. And Longline was great, but I mean, it was all in a stu- You know, his cabin interior is in the studio. My office is in the studio. And it's all great. But we went to the Saracen house when we had a Saracen scene. They went to the Taylor house when they had a Taylor scene. And all of us had our own real houses in Austin that we shot in. So I don't know. It was just like so cool and yeah. so much fun. Yeah, well, and it, and it obviously you could tell that it was fun because the chemistry of all the acting was just yeah, phenomenal. It was. It was. Oh, you're making me cry. Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> well, it's, it's really, it's one of our favorite shows yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. I'll I put agree. it to you that way. Um, I agree. And it's it's an honor to get to talk about it and to have been in it. And just to be an actor, I never dreamed yeah. of it. You know? Well, I think that it's wonderful that you found your calling. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, yes, it is. And we certainly yeah. appreciate and your calling that you is hockey. Yeah, yeah, right. Because you could have been a defenseman, I think, and uh, you, you might want to. Uh, well, I missed. It. Did you ask something? I missed it. No, I just no, said that you should have been a defenseman okay. in hockey because that's where your passion. All right. Well, well thank folks, you for being on the show. Yeah, we Lynn. really appreciate this it. This has been a, a a real thrill for us. And when you're in Chicago, well, please look us up. We'll uh, we'll we'll definitely hook up. Okay, go stars. Go okay, Hawks. go Hawks. Bye. Okay, see ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. What a nice lady. Oh, I don't think we've ever been interviewed. <laughs> no one cares about us and how we started. It was very nice that she uh, that, asked that about it. That was fascinating. Uh, well, a special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O P P I H shows.com. Thanks to Brandon for uh, yeah. for scoring. Brandon Herman uh, scored the uh, interview mm-hmm. for us. Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again soon with another episode of Mnuchman Celebrity Interview. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?